Thank you to Purvis Productions for producing this podcast. Follow on Instagram at Purvis underscore productions. Looking to see what we're up to in between episodes? Make sure to follow us on Instagram at no BS with Joy and Brittany. And you can also follow our personal pages. Mine, Brittany's, is at Coaching Crowns LLC. And mine is Joy M. Weiss. This is No BS with Joy and Brittany. And we're here to feed you the truth and nothing but the truth. Welcome back, No BS with Joy and Brittany fans. We are so glad that you've decided to join us once again. Um, So real quick, I wanted to take a second and thank Scooters Coffee. So something I've been thinking about recently is how much Scooters does for our community. And um, I don't know, I just have a passion for service. And I'm just so grateful that we have such an amazing sponsor that is giving back in so many ways. So a couple things for Scooters. February 5th through the 17th, okay, so like this has already been going on for a little bit. They have a really phenomenal energy drink. So it is sweet and tart. So it's dark cherry and pomegranate, okay? So this thing is amazing. So you've got to swing by and get one of those. And also, February 10th, for the first 50 people who come through to get a pup cup, you will also get a cute My Dog is My Valentine sticker. So like for me, I'm going to be all over this, right? Because like my dog is totally my Valentine. I have 10 dogs, so everybody needs a sticker. Also, the first 100 customers at each store on the 10th will be given a scratch off love note for a chance to enter to win a prize. So Scooters has all kinds of fun things going on for Valentine's Day. So make sure you stop by two locations in Springfield, one in Nixa. All right. So... As we get started tonight, I just wanted to say um, just for a moment, Brittany will be not not be joining us on this episode this evening. Um, uh, we would ask that you keep her in your thoughts and your prayers, send good vibes and wishes and all of that as she is dealing with the passing of her father. So um, just giving, taking a little bit of time, taking a little bit of a break for her this week. So as we move forward today, we have a very special guest with us. And I'm super excited about this um, because this is someone that like I consider a good friend. I know Brittany considers a friend as well. So Emily Falby is here with us this evening. And Brittany and I both actually, we first met Emily at Cycle Bar when she was trying to become an instructor. Yes. And then just, you know, over time, our friendship has developed, um, you know, as we've worked together as coaches and athletes and just, you know, have really formed a relationship that I cherish and I value very much. So, Emily, I am very glad you are here with us. Oh, my gosh, Joy. Cue the waterworks. (laughs) But I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, I think sometimes, too, you know, and I think often like we build these friendships and relationships with people you know, and we like, don't always tell people like how meaningful they are to us. And I think that like, I don't know, I think that we should. And I, um, you know, and I think the same of Brittany, I'm like, you know, the friendship that we have built, her friendship means so much. And I think sometimes we take those relationships for granted. So I mean it, I mean what I say, and I'm glad you're here. I am so glad to be here, friend. Thank you so, so, so much for having me. I am super duper excited. So 
let's kick okay. it off. <laughs> okay, so full disclaimer, right? This is your first podcast. This is, this is, and we were chatting beforehand and I was asking our producer, I was like, now listen, I have a bit of a potty mouth. Are we able to edit this? Like, you know, all the technical stuff. So, you know, if you hear a little bleep, bleep, you already know what happened. But if you know me, you already know. So, but on the real, I'm super excited to chat and hope everybody enjoys it. Listening to my crazy energy over the phone, but we're going to have a blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. So, you know, when we were sort of talking about, you know, and I asked Emily, hey, would you like to come on tonight and, you know, just talk for a little bit and let our listeners get to know you? Um, one of the things that we talked about, you know, and it's been on, I think, both of our minds um, as far as, you know, a topic is how we sometimes put these barriers in place for ourselves. And so mm -hmm. it's like, we know we want to do these things in life, but like, mm, we're the ones in our way. And, you know, Brittany and I have talked about this before. Um, and I think it's like, it's the thing, it's like the thing that gets in the way of our big goals. It's really not anything else other than ourselves. But, you know, even digging into that a little bit more, it's self-sabotage. It's like, how do we consistently, like, we're like, man, I want this thing, but like, how come I keep sabotaging myself? And like, why do I keep making these excuses? And, you know, so we, we've even been talking a little bit about just like, identifying the ways that we do it because i think sometimes we sabotage our goals and you know our relationships and whatever it is um in these ways that we don't even recognize that we're doing and so like sitting with yourself to really figure out like how am i getting in my way you know and so we talked about we i mean we talk about this in terms of like you know career in terms of mm -hmm. um you know your own training your relationships yep. and things like that and so you know i know and emily recently started a new job too and and everybody mm -hmm. knows starting a new job is stressful but you know when you come out of that previous career you come into this new job and like that time in between there is a lot of space for self-sabotage <laughs> Yes, yes, very, very much so. Well, and, you know, it, it's a lot because, you know, when you're starting a new job, you are pouring so much of yourself into this other thing, right? You got eight hours or however long your shift is a day, and you are just pouring everything into that. On top of that, as we've discussed, and at least my, me personally, I instruct classes where I am pouring into others. And as you're continually pouring into these other things, at least in my experience, I tend to kind of stop pouring into myself in the ways that I need to to recover. So, you know, I love to sit down and read a good book. I like to make time to lay on the couch, like just take time to recover. And that tends to not be a focus whenever you're starting something big, you're pouring yourself into something else. Well, when you're not taking the time to really focus on you and take the time to recharge, other things start to slip. So, I mean, I was talking to Joy just earlier today. I train with Lucky Fox. I was supposed to get a lift in this morning and I didn't, frankly, because I didn't want to because mm -hmm. I was feeling depleted, you know, and that's because I have been pouring so much of myself into other things and not enough of me. So, you know, I am purposely after we finish recording tonight, going to take some time just for me, work out by myself, do the things, read the book, sit on the couch, all the good stuff so that I can try to recover that aspect and really be my best self, you know, because I think a lot of times we, we want to go, 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 
but we lose taking that rest period, that recovery period to pour into ourselves. And that's where I self-sabotage. No, I, and I think you're you're right, you know, and I was thinking about this in terms of, so like when we had this conversation this morning and, and you know, um, now like, t- let's take a step back. So I, I am Emily's coach and um, yes. she had the lift on her schedule yesterday. And yep. um, it didn't, you know, life happens, right? And it didn't get done yesterday. So we said, hey, let's do it this morning. Um, and I think that one of the ways, like, and you talk about this and I mean, I'm no different. And I think that we all have these, like these spaces that we're just like, no, I'm choosing instant gratification. Like I'm mm-hmm. choosing to stay in bed because that feels better. You know, I'm choosing yep. to like on, you know, after work to sit down on the couch and just chill and watch some TV instead of doing my workout or, you know, doing the thing that like, whatever it is, my schoolwork, my, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. because I want it to feel good right now. And honestly, for me, that is probably how I self-sabotage the most. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that I want to do this second, I want to do that. And, and I think a lot of it comes from, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want to have this like rigid schedule of like, I have to get up at this time and do this and do that. Like, I want to do it on my own terms. But the fact is that self-sabotage, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, if I want to sleep in, I'll do it later. Then what happens? You know, or, and I'm, you know, the same, same way. I'm like, I take on everything for everybody. And then all of a Uh sudden I'm like, I'm so tired. I can't do anything for me. You know, and I think that, you know, you talk about this in terms of like the parenting space and especially as being a mother, you know, things like that, like that is really, really, really challenging Uh when you have children in the home and things like that. Or just like you said, you're starting a new job, whatever it is. Um, But, you know, even like moving on from that piece, like, resisting change is another way I think that a lot of us self-sabotage we're like no like I don't want to have to make that change to my routine and even in like the smallest way possible you know for you let's say let's just take that training as an example like shifting the workout from yesterday from last night to this morning like oh I don't want to do it that way I don't want to do it that way you know um And it's all of these ways and you're just looking at it and you're like, my gosh, like the list of the ways that we sabotage ourselves is so long. Oh, and the resistance to change is huge. I mean, for those of you who don't know me real well, um, my eight to five job is in marketing. And if you know anything about marketing, it's that things change 24 seven. And if you are not able to kind of, for lack of a better term, go with the flow and adapt on the fly, you're going to self-sabotage yourself there. You're going to become stressed out. You might start to find dissatisfaction with your job. Like it is so important to, I mean, I think, yes, you obviously, you have a training schedule, you have a work schedule, you have a marketing plan, X, Y, Z, but things happen, right? And you have to be able to kind of flex with that. Otherwise you're just going to sink, sink, sink down deep into this pit. And I've been there and it is really, really hard to climb out of that no it it really is and i you know you think about like change right and Brittany and i have talked a lot about this concept too and i know you know it's it's that like what <laughs> you're not changing you're choosing mm-hmm. <laughs> and i remember when she like when she said that to me and it's like it's such a um like it's a simple concept but i was like whoa it was like smacked me in the face like you know, and I, you think about that in terms of, of everyday life, like 
okay, so if every morning you're like choosing that instant gratification, you know, um, and you don't make that change, but here you are, you're like, well, I want to, I want to get up. I don't know why I'm not getting my workouts in. I don't know. I don't know. No, you're choosing to not get them in, you know, or if oh, you're like, sure. my gosh, I want to, I want to travel, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that with my life, but like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to go by myself or, you know, somebody might not, I don't know. You know, you're choosing, you're choosing to to stay in that, in that space. And I, I, yep. just, oh man, there's like, there's so much to this, you know, and especially, you know, I, I think sometimes like, I don't, you know, we, we don't even realize how we're doing it. And so like my hope for yes. this conversation is that like, you all hear this and you're like, Oh, I didn't know how that's how I was doing it. And so I don't know, Emily, like, did like, how did you like really start to come to this realization that like, how about learning how you self-sabotage? Oh, lots and lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> No, she seriously shout out to my therapist. In all seriousness, in my classes that I coach, one of my biggest mantras is growth does not come staying comfortable. It comes when you get uncomfortable. Sure. And I was at, and I'm, I'm going to use the concept of a job, but you, you could use anything, right? But I'm just going to use the concept of a job here. I was at a job in a career where I had a full trajectory forward, right? Like I could see the pathway up. It was there for me if I wanted it, but something inside me just wasn't, it, it kept nagging, right? It, it kept nagging. Hey, what if something else is out there? Hey, I don't know if this is for you. Maybe there's something else out there. And I mean, this continued for well over a year, right? Like I'm at this job, I see all this potential. Uh, you know, you get praise, you get X, Y, and Z, and you feel okay. But I, there was still this like nagging inside of me saying, there's something else for you out there. This space right here isn't what's meant for you. Mm -hmm. And when I say it literally took years of therapy to finally leave that job, it did because I was nervous about giving up the potential. I was nervous about giving up the what if, but in reality, what it came down to, I had to really come to terms with the fact that that what if wasn't for me. It wasn't mm -hmm. for what I wanted. It wasn't for what I felt was going to benefit my life. And so eventually, frankly, my health started to decline. My mental health started to decline and I knew I had to make a choice. So I ended up leaving that career and do I miss it? Sure. Do you look back and think, what if? Sure. But frankly, my soul just feels so at peace right now with the decision I made, with the new job I'm starting, with really starting to push forward into being a serious coach. Like, I just feel like this is where I'm meant to be. So if you're someone out there who is maybe struggling with a change or grappling with some sort of big decision you have to make, my gut's been telling me this for years. Mm -hmm. I've just been so scared of giving up the potential when in reality, the potential was inside me. I knew what I wanted. I was just, I was scared to go get it. But I finally, I got the confidence and here we are. And it's a journey. Don't get me wrong. As you know, you know, like you just don't wake up overnight. And you gain your confidence and you're like, well, let's go. Like it right. takes a minute. 
But I mean, my goodness, when you find it and you have that aha moment, it literally felt like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders. You know what I mean? And that's what I try to coach my writers to do each and every class. I'm like, we are gaining confidence to hit those goals, to find something that we never thought we had the potential to find because it's in you. You just got to get the confidence to find it. No, I, you know, and you, you say that. And I think one of the ways too, like when I sort of, and I watch some of our athletes or I watch, you know, friends or family or anything like that. And I think that like what you're saying kind of like it all boils back to like sabotaging, like, yes, you want it. You didn't want to give up that potential, but like, I think sometimes we self-sabotage by hiding like our real self, like our authenticity, you know? And then like, because we do that, we like instead of like really healing and growing and changing and like dealing we prioritize coping so we're like yes. i'll just cope and i'll just figure this thing out instead of like really using like my full potential you know using my like actual the actual me the real me and like letting that heal and letting that grow you know and so instead we just like we shy away from the discomfort just like just like you mentioned, you know, and we're like, yeah, I will like violate my own boundaries, you know, I'll put everybody else's needs in front of mine, like I'm and then like, it all just like it, it snowballs until you're in this mm-hmm. place, just like you said, where you're like, I'm not well. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I mean, for the athletes out there, I've got a Garmin, right? I mean, Joy can attest to this. My stats have gone up since I made this decision, like my HRV, things like that, my times running. I mean, I texted Joy and Nick. It was a what the end of December. So so it was relatively soon after I had made this decision. I had ran an average time about a minute faster than Mm -hmm. I had previously. And I said, Joy, I was like, you're working miracles. And I remember (laughs) you said to me, you were like, you found what you want to do and stress all of the stress from, you know, this potential change is off your shoulders. Yeah. And when I tell you, you feel so light, you do, you do. I felt like I was flying in that run. I'll remember that run for a long time because I just felt like I was light flying where I was meant to be. That journey's not easy, but you keep showing up, you keep pushing through. And once you find it, my gosh, hold on to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, um, actually you say that and there was, um, a writer in my class, a class recently, and I had not got to meet her before. Um, Mm -hmm. and she was fairly new and she said something that like really hit. She said, you know, um, I decided to, to get a membership here because like I'm making an investment in myself. Oh, and, I love that. And you know, it's such a simple concept and we hear those words a lot, but to like watch her say it and really mean it, you know, um it hit because I think so many times we're like I'll make an investment just like you said in in other people in their time, you know, and in mm-hmm. this and that, but like I mean she's like I am spending this money on me because I know I deserve to be better. I know that I deserve this work. And I'm just like, man, if we could all like literally just for a moment, be like, how could I actually invest in me? And I don't even mean that by like, okay, like I'm going to get another side hustle or I'm going to like, you know, hire a coach or I'm going to buy a membership. Like 
investing in you could literally mean like, I'm going to go take a walk every day, or I'm going to read a book or like, I'm going to just like you said, I'm going to pour into me. And you know, for her investing in her was fitness for you. It, I mean, yep. who knows what it's going to be. But I mean, such a simple concept that we overlook so much. You I always say this to people I coach, you deserve to find your fullest potential. You deserve it. And you do do that if you're not allowing yourself to take that time to discovery of you're constantly doing other things, you won't be able to find that. But you deserve the challenge of finding who you're really meant to be. Because yeah, it's a tough one, but my gosh, I mean, I'm what I'm in my mid twenties, but this has probably been the most rewarding year of my life because of the journey, because of the journey to get here. Cause I felt like I learned so much and the reward. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like it is just, it pays off. You deserve to go on that journey. You deserve it for yourself. You deserve to find that true happiness, you know? I think, you know, it's, it's sometimes we, we feel like we don't deserve the things for whatever reason, you know, whether it is trauma, whether it is someone telling us that we, you know, we don't, or whether it's us telling ourselves that we don't. And so it's like, we have to get to the place of knowing we deserve it. And I think sometimes, you know, you can tell someone all day they deserve it, but until you know, they start to feel it and realize it and recognize it, it doesn't hit. And so it's like, how do you really get to that place? And and I think for me, sometimes you literally have to just be left with nothing, you know, in some, yeah. er, some area or aspect of your life for you to realize, my goodness, I deserve something. I, yes, retweet. I have been there. I have been at that very bottom point where I truly felt that I didn't deserve to push right and you know and 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 it's you said it perfectly like people could tell me all day every day oh but emily you do you do like i da but you know it doesn't really hit home and Mm -hmm. to be honest it didn't for quite some time and it took consistently showing up and having frankly a trusted person in my life who believed in me and it wasn't just you know it wasn't someone who was like oh i believe in you it was someone who they believed in me and they believed in me enough to tell me the tough things you know they believed in me enough to push me so Mm -hmm. you know if you're someone who's like that right now i want you to know i truly believe in you i would love the opportunity to get to know you to get to coach you and I believe in you and you are so much stronger than you think, you know, you, you know, can do so much more than you think. Yeah. But you know what? That's the other piece of this too, is that how often do we like sabotage ourselves by avoiding people that tell us the hard stuff. Right. Oh, so gosh, all like, the time, we, yeah. right. We need those friendships, those people that are like, I'm going to tell you something you don't want to hear today. Yeah. Um, but so then, Oh, when we're in this place of like not believing we deserve anything or that, you know, we're just continually self-sabotaging, we push those people away because Uh we're like oh you're actually trying to help me and make me better (laughs) you know Um, and i feel like as a coach you know that is a big piece of what we have to do and that it's not always easy because you build relationships with your clients and sometimes you have to be like listen here 
this is going to be tough, but I hope you understand I'm coming at it because I care about you and I want the best for you. Um, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. And, yeah. and so when you have, when you have someone like that in your life, don't avoid them, you know, and don't get me wrong. Yes. Sometimes people can just be jerks. Right. But there's oh, a difference yeah. between someone who's just mean and someone who's like, I like, I'm telling you the hard truth because I love you and I believe in you. Yes. I will never, ever forget my best friend saying to me, I love you, Emily, but this has got to change. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, it sucked. Did I cry? Yup. Did I, did it make me want to run away from her? She's listening to this right now. Yeah, it did. And she probably knows that, but I have never forgotten that. And she is my best friend to this day. And right. like my, like the, the fact that someone cared enough to say that, you know, like that that's hard for that person to say too, because they don't know how you're going to respond. So mm -hmm. having those kind of people, I mean, yeah, it's scary, but know that it's coming out of a place of love truly. And it's just as hard for them to say it too. And they're saying it because they love you and they know what you're capable of and of capable of being. And they want to see you get there. They want to see you grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think about that a lot in terms of just like, as I think about athletes I've coached over the years and things like mm -hmm. that and, and how, how truly responsive some are, you know, and they're saying, thank you. You know, like I needed to hear that, that is like, that it's going to motivate me to make this change, this shift that I need to make. They go out, they do it. And, you know, boom, there it is. It hits. And then there are others that it's just like, woe is me. You know, why, yep. why didn't, why did you tell me that? Like, no, blah, 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 you know, whatever it is. And it's like, and when you, when you start to see that and you think about it, you're like, okay, all right. Like sometimes the headspace we're in is just a really tough one to get out of. But, you know, if you've got someone that cares about you and loves you enough to be like, Hey, we got to change this. We can do it together. I'm here for you. My gosh, like you're so lucky. <laughs> you know, you're oh, really lucky. Hold those people close. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Hold them close. Because they're Absolutely. they are few and far between. And if you find it, you hold on to that because they are special people. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. You know, so I think all of that to say, I, you know, I'm really glad we got to have this conversation because it's it's been sitting with me a little bit recently um, mm -hmm. just because I don't know, like sometimes in the winter, I'm like, I don't want to, you know, um, oh, and then I, yeah. and I, I start thinking about my own excuses. And Nick and I have been talking a lot about this, too, because he's injured right now, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like it's this space of like, well, why even, you know, it can it can be this space of like, why even bother if I can't do all of the things that I want? And yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that's where he's at, you know, but it's this concept of like thinking if I can't do it to the best of my ability, like why, why do it, you know? And so we've been talking a lot about like, well, we do what we can, right? And the same thing yes. for the athletes we coach, even if you can't do, if we can't run, so maybe we can ride the bike, can't bike, maybe we can do this or you can lift or something like that. And it's just, it's been a big conversation in our household because, you know, injury sucks. Like it really does. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just one of those places that like starts to spiral, you know, and the self-sabotage yes. comes with it. And, and so it's just, it's been something that's on my mind a lot, you know, and um, as he's recovering and things like that, you know, I um, am very appreciative of watching the mindset of like, I'm trying, 
I'm trying to do what I can. But man, it's so hard sometimes because it is so frustrating because nothing is ever going to be perfect, right? Like our job is not perfect. Our life is not perfect. Our training is not perfect. So I don't know. All of that, I think just for us to get to to chat with you all about like, we know what it's like (laughs) to self-sabotage yourself. And yep. I mean, if someone if someone tells you like I've never self sabotaged, they're lying to you because yes, we do are. it. And I mean, like my gosh, the ways we can do it are so big. So I don't know. But before we go, Emily, I just wanted to give you a chance, like let our listeners get to know you a little bit in terms of like you know, tell us about your training, tell us a little bit about you, you know, and things like that. So they're like, hey, like I know this girl like coaches and stuff, but like who is she? Oh, for sure. So I am an ex volleyball and softball athlete, um, played varsity in high school, um, took it pretty seriously, but ended up choosing not to play in college, um, which I don't regret. But sometimes I kind of think about what it would be like, but I've always had that competitive drive and I've always loved to train. Um, I actually discovered spin. It was brand new to me. Um, when I was actually living in Atlanta, Georgia. And when I was down there, I was alone. Uh, I had to obviously make some new friends. I had no family down there. And it was a pretty lonely time, quite frankly. And I found this spin class and I loved it because it challenged me in a way I'd never been challenged before. So I went back and then I went back again. And then I moved back to Springfield, Missouri, where I joined Cycle Bar. And, you know, I had been cycling there for about a year or so, um, and I had been running a little bit on the side, not too terribly serious. I'd done a few half marathons, a few 5Ks, nothing super crazy. And I started to feel this tug that, you know, I've always, you know, I've grown up, like I said, training in sports. I'd helped coach sports teams growing up. I was like, you know what? I think I'm being called to be a cycling instructor. So Mm -hmm. auditioned, thankfully passed started training. Joy really took me under her wing and really helped me um, honestly become the coach I am today. Thank you for that, Joy. Super appreciate it. And now I've been coaching indoor spin for about a year and a half now, and I am at Move with Joy and Brittany. Now, as you know, um, our previous studio closed, and I had kind of been thinking um, during that time period, you know, I really want to start taking my personal training a little more seriously. Like I had signed up for a full marathon and other long races. Um, but again, I thought I was training, but looking back now, oh gosh, no, I was not training. I, I decided to sign up with uh, Lucky Fox and really I'm starting to take my running and training seriously. So you know, I, I like back up there for just a second, because I think that something you said is really important. Like I thought I was training and I, I think that so often like people are like, I don't, I'm, I'm trying, I'm doing my best. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing, you know, but like, you still complete, you completed a marathon, you know? So like yeah. give yourself some credit yeah. for that because you, yeah. you did it, you know? And so like, yeah, yeah, you, you do, you, you know what, you know, you do what you know. <laughs> Y'all look at my self-sabotage right here. <laughs> um, no, exactly. All, yeah. <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah, I, 
decided to join the team with Joy and Nick, and now I am um, really focusing on speed work. So Yay. I am taking the screen, <laughs> yes, to really honestly focus just on the 5K distance, and my goal is to go as fast as I can. I have a goal. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. It is under 23 minutes for me. That go. is very, I very, love, very quick. I love that you it. shared it. I love that you yep. shared it. Because that's like one, you know, yep. and I've talked so much about like, yeah, the big goal. If you don't hit it, who cares? But share it, put it out there. That is the goal. That is the goal. And I said to myself, you know, if we don't get it this year, that does not mean we give up. We continue to work and I am going to get that goal, whether it is yep. at my race in April, whether it's at my race next year, I'm going to get it and I'm going to bust my, you know what, to get there. So <laughs> yeah, you are so yes. a little bit of background about me. Um, yeah. And like I said, I'm a marketer and I have a cat that I really love. Um, if you know me, you know that I have to share that I have a cat. He's the love of my life. And yeah, pretty much. That's me. And it's been an absolute pleasure to get to come up here and talk with Joy today. Um, I'll give myself a little Instagram plug. Follow me yeah, on the gram, Emily yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, and like she mentioned, she also teaches classes at Move, coaches at Move, do, which yeah. Brittany and I. So, um, you know, definitely check out that schedule and come ride with us. And friends, don't forget to stop by scooters, okay? Pup cups, stickers valentine's things energy drinks okay like they've got it going on so make sure, sure you stop by Springfield i'm gonna have to call my Nixa. parents and tell them to bring our dog down she loves a good pup cup of course there you go you can have a little date oh i need it i need it aka emily single and ready to mingle no i'm just kidding <laughs> hey, emily i go. gotta you gotta put it out there you got to emily i gotta say though i think that uh i know your kitty cats the love of your life but i think podcasting might be the new love of your life right Oh, I think so. I really had a blast. <laughs> you, I don't know. Shout don't out. Let us know in the Oda. comments. Should Emily be a podcaster? Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> you you killed it. You did a fantastic job. That was so cool. I just uh Joy uh knows I always throw in something because I have a big mouth and whenever there's a microphone in front of me, I can't <laughs> shut up. Uh but I, I always just always share the perspective from what Brittany dubbed me as dad bod productions. Um, you know, and that is (laughs) the discussions, they apply to so much more than just someone who is, uh, taking care of their, or, or taking their fitness seriously. It applies to life Mm -hmm. in general. You guys always fire me up. No BS always fires me up to keep striving at the new goals, um, that, that I have set. And, uh, Emily, when you talk about the nagging thought of what else is there that, you know, I, I know I can do more like that uh, I, I'm right there with you. That hit me. That that hit yeah. me hard for years about you know th- just podcasting. I felt like I was coloring, yeah. doing a color by number, and I was coloring the same spot the whole time, and I was never going to see what the big picture looked like. Um, yep. You know, but then like to your point of uh, you know finding the confidence. You know, my thought was, well, that first step is not confident. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. the com- the confidence comes later. Um. For sure, but I just wanted to just wanted to share how that hits me because you guys always, uh, no BS always fires me up to keep rolling and keep trucking, um, and uh, I greatly appreciate it, for sure. And uh, Emily, thank you for uh, jumping in. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been an absolute blast. Yeah, thank you. So glad you guys got to join us, and we will see you next time.